Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. Well, guys, um, I have another hat with me here today. Does anybody know what this stands for? Anybody? Yeah, Mason, yeah, and I heard some others. This is a North Carolina hat, which is more than I knew when I bought this hat. I've had this hat for 15 years. I got it when I was in fourth grade, I think. And this was the very first hat that I ever bought. I bought it with my own money, and I was super, super excited about it. And I've kept this hat for this, for this long. It doesn't even fit anymore. It's a little too small for me. Uh, I've worn it for a really long time, and so I think it's shrunk over the years. But I've kept this hat for a reason. Um, have you guys ever tried to, like, fit in, like, into a new group, into a new school, into a new set of friends, sports team, whatever, right? Everybody's tried to do that at some point. Well, here's the deal. This hat reminds me of myself trying to fit in. Because like I said, I did not know what this represented when I bought this. I did not know it was North Carolina. All I knew was that a very good friend of mine, one I still have today, his name is Zach, he had this exact same hat. And I love Zach. He was super awesome. And everybody else loves Zach too. So I thought if I bought a hat like him, that I would be cool and that people would like me like they like Zach. Um, Here's the deal. That was not different. No, not that Zach. Different Zach. His name's Zach. I knew him from when I was a kid. And Zach was awesome. Um, like I said, everybody liked him. And so I bought a hat just like him. And I did not stop there, though. I even started going to the same store that he went to to buy his clothes. It was a store called Hibbit Sports. I think we have one here in the mall. I loved Hibbit Sports, um, not because I cared about the clothes because that's where Zach went. And I knew that if I bought the name brand, the Nike or the Adidas shoes or what I really wanted was an Under Armour like shirt, the long sleeve so I could wear it underneath my football pads. I really wanted an Under Armour, like a real one, not one that, you know, you get somewhere else, but like real Under Armour that has the little symbol um, there on the corner or on their chest there. I wanted real Under Armour. So I went to the same store. Then when I was his age, my mom, I don't know if you, guys, if you guys still do this, my mom still cut my hair. And she only cut, my mom only cut my hair in one way. Um, she got the buzzer, the shear, the clippers, whatever you call them, and she just shaved my head, right? On like no guard, whatever. So I just had a shaved head all the time, right? That's the only way my mom knew how to cut my hair. Well, I wanted to get my hair cut just like Zach. And so I went to a place that he went to, a barbershop um, called Jack T. And Jack T was awesome. He's this big, rough, and tough dude. And I said, I went to the barber, barber guy, Jack, and I said, I want my hair just like Zach. And he cut my hair just like Zach, and 15 years later, I still have the same haircut. So I've um, been wearing this same thing for a long time. Um, I then started, I styled my hair like Zach did, the flip up in the front, just like I do almost every single day. Um, and I didn't stop there, of course. I, back when I was a kid, it was cool, like, if a girl was, like, trying to flirt with you, she would, like, steal your hat. Well, I was kind of a sweaty guy, and so my hat kind of got sweaty. And so that was not cool if a girl tried to steal my hat. So I did what Zach did. He used to spray cologne in his hat so that when a girl stole it, it smelled good, right? And so I was that guy who then sprayed cologne. I didn't have any cologne because I was a 
kid. I stole my dad's cologne. And I sprayed it in my hat so that if a girl stole it, it would smell good, right? Well, no girl ever stole it, so I didn't get up. I never saw, if, you know, if she liked the smell of my hat or not. But anywho, I try to be just like Zach. I even um, at that point had my flip up like this, and I got the tips of it bleached. Have you guys ever done that? I bleached just the tips. Guys, it's not that crazy. People do it all the time. Okay, they don't really do it all the time because it's not cool. But back in the 90s, it was cool to do that, like tip your hair with bleach. And so instead of bleaching your whole head, I don't know if people still bleach their hair anymore, but we did, some people do. Well, I did just the tips. And then I started wearing my hat like Zach. So I, wear it, I wore it like this because that way you could still see my bleach-tipped hair, right? So you could still see it. I thought it was cool like this. My, all my friends made fun of me. So that's my story about trying to fit in. But one day... About a year later, Zach set me down. We were best friends. Zach set me down, and he told me, he said, Sam, here's the deal. You're one of my best friends. You don't have to act like me for me to like you. And you don't have to look and dress like me for other people to like you. We like you just the way you are. You know, sweaty and all. We like you. You're awesome. Uh, you're fun to be around. You're sometimes funny when you try to be and you like to go hunting. I don't know. He liked me for who, who I was, and that was cool. He told me that, and that stayed with me this whole time. That stayed with me, and I'll never forget when Zach told me that. Well, this whole, this whole semester, we've been talking about what it means to be a part of the family of God. And that very first week, I had a door up here, and we talked about how that door is always open, that God is always on the other side welcoming you in. And it doesn't matter where you are, doesn't matter where you've been, doesn't matter what school you go to, doesn't matter what family you come from, it doesn't matter what you've done, how bad you've been, how good you've been, how awesome you are, how cool you are, how awesome your hair looks, it doesn't matter. God accepts us the way we are. And that's awesome to know. That's awesome to hear. And so we've been talking about this family, this idea of what family looks like, and we talked about how that is the church. And we talked about how the church is not this building, and we talked about how it's you guys, it's each and every one of you who are part of the church, who are part of the family of God. We are the church. And so we talk about how the truth of who God is makes us who we are. We talk about how God adopted us into the family because he is the loving father. Some of us may not, may not know what a loving father looks like, but we know what it looks like because of who God is, because of what he done, because the door is always open. Our God is that loving father. And he sent his one and only son to come down to this earth to die a horrible, gruesome death for us. That is the truth. That is the truth. And he accepts us just the way we are. That's why Jesus came down, to die for each and every one of our sins just the way we are. And we continued on talking about what it looks like to be a part of the church. We use the word kingdom worker. Right? We use the word kingdom worker, and we talked about how people, the family of God, looks like their king, right? They look like Jesus. They pray like Jesus. And ultimately, they're sent by Jesus. Remember, we had Audrey up here from Japan, and she talked to us about what it looks like to be sent out, to go out and love the people um, that are around you, to love the people at your school, to love your family, to love anyone you come in contact with. Kingdom workers are sent by their king. Then we talked about the church itself. We talked about how each and every one of you are a part of that church. We talked about how the church is invincible. Remember, we, we 
Patrick got that big old hammer and he destroyed that, am- that apple right up here on stage. And probably you guys in the front row got apple all over you guys. You remember that? Yeah. And then he put, on, he put that metal ball on the, on the board and he tried to smash that and he couldn't. And it represented the church. Because of what God is doing through each and every one of you, the church is an invincible force. Because of Jesus, who's at the head of the church, the church is an invincible force. And each and every one of us has a story to tell. Each and every one of you guys has a story to tell. To talk about what God has done and is doing in your life right here, right now. You guys are a part of that story. You guys are accepted just the way you are. Just like Zach told me that I was accepted just the way I was. I didn't need to work for it. I didn't need to change my clothes. I didn't need to change the way I looked. I didn't need to change the way I act. Zach loved me for who I was. And Jesus loves you for who you are. And he showed us that by coming and dying on the cross for our sins. Guess what God says about the family of God? Let me read this to you. Out of Galatians chapter 3, verse 26, it says this. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God. Through faith, for all of you who are baptized into Christ, have clothed yourself with Christ. If you walk through that door and you have faith and are baptized, you're called children of God. You're part of the family. You're part of the church. And here's, it continues on to say this. I'm going to say some weird words here, and so I'll explain them right after. There, in verse 28, it says, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. We are part of the church. No matter who you are, no matter where you've been, no matter where you came from, you can be a part of the family of God. Through faith... For you who have been baptized into Christ, for you accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, being a part of that family, being a part of something that is bigger than yourself, being a part of an invincible force that can't be stopped because Jesus, our Savior, has already won. He's already defeated death. He's already defeated sin once and for all. Just walk through the door. So here's what we're going to do. I love, I love talking about the family. You know, I, di- I didn't grow up in just the most perfect of families. And I'm sure a lot of us in this room are in that same situation. But I see God, I saw God in my family. I saw God in the family of God, which is the church. And you guys get an opportunity to see that here on Wednesday nights or on Sunday mornings. You guys get to see the people around you. Look around. You get to see your friends who are here on a regular basis. And you guys are going to the same schools you're hanging out with those people, you're playing on the same teams, you're playing in the same, or you're in the same groups or um, groups at school. Family of God right there. And one thing that I love that showed me family, the family the most was someone um, that came every single Wednesday, came every single Sunday, and showed me what it means to be a follower of Christ. You guys have those people too. There's some men and women in this room that are walking alongside of you talking to you guys, encouraging you guys, and praying for you guys, your adult leaders. You guys know how amazing they have been for for you guys this semester. They're awesome. And they pray for you. And so tonight we're going to do something maybe a um, a little weird, a little out of the ordinary. We're going to pray for them tonight. Because of how amazing um, 
and how good they've been to us this semester. We're going to pray for them. So here's what we're going to do tonight. Leaders, you'll probably have to stand for this, but not yet. Um, once, I give, once I give the cue, we're going to surround our leaders. We're going to put our hands on their shoulders. Um, or if they have a bald head, you can put your hands on top of their head, which is also fun. Um, we're going to surround them. And for 30 seconds, we're going to sp- spend some time, not yet, we're going to spend some time quietly in prayer. We're going to pray for our leaders, and we're going to thank God for how amazing and how wonderful they are. And then I'm going to pray for us out loud. So here's what I want you to do. Very quietly, quietly without talking, stand up and go to your leaders. And if you see a leader that doesn't have anyone, go over to them. Good. Okay, seventh and eighth graders, listen up. Listen up. Shh. Listen, listen, listen. For the next 30 seconds, listen. For the next 30 seconds, I want you guys to quiet, to in your heads, pray and thank God for these leaders. Okay? Voices off. Hey, voices off, voices off. Shh. Voices off, voices off. Shh. Let's pray for these leaders together. Shh. Just you and God, pray for them. Thank God for them. For how amazing they are and for what they've done for you this semester. How they've been an example for you. How they've shown you the way. They've shown you Jesus. They've shown you love. They've shown you the church. Holy Father, you are good, good. And we are so thankful that you are our God. We love you so much. We wouldn't be here without you without what your son did on the cross for us. We praise your name tonight. And Lord, we just want to lift up these leaders that we're surrounding right now. We thank you for them. We thank you for the countless hours that they've spent coming here on Wednesday nights to pour into the lives of these students here, to show them what it means to be a part of the church, to tell them how loved they are by by you to show them that living a life for you isn't always easy, but it's always filled with joy because our joy is found in your son and what he did for us on the cross and how we now can live a life for him. So Lord, I thank you for these adult leaders. I thank you for them as these students are thanking you for them as well. Lord, you are so, so good. Holy and mighty and powerful. Lord, we love you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. You guys can take a seat. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.